All right, welcome to the Burson Garage HP HQ podcast. It's also brought to you by Summonats, the world's wildest car festival. I'm here with my mate Webby. We've got a jam-packed show, haven't we, Webster? We sure have, mate. Uh, who's, who's on tonight? We have, first up, Paul Fennick. <laughs> he's from Fat Pizza and Houses and all those crazy shows. He's an awesome guy. He does a lot of stuff. He represents some of the best parts of Australian culture, you could say. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, exactly. That, that, that make us all, you know, uh, feel Australian. And he, he puts it all in these TV shows for us all to, to watch and enjoy. And what a guy. He's also a big car guy. He's got his car entered into the Summer Night Slam. Can you believe that? What sort of cars you got, JV? Got a Valiant, mate. Oh, of course, fancy you have to ask that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And then we've got Webby's going to be talking with Flinty. So, yeah. what, talking about motivation, right? Yeah, all about motivation, and he's obviously a great, a great guy because he's got a four sixty big block Ford burnout car. But yep. he also does all the videos and photos for us, and all for a lot of people with his own, own channel. So, yeah, yep. great, absolutely. His channel is Flinty four sixty. Obviously, everybody will yep. know him from that. Yep. And his videos are consistent and they're always, uh, you know, drawing lots and thousands of views because they got, you know, obviously he's got some of the best burnout cars there from Australia constantly on his channel. So yeah. big ups to Flinny for coming on the show. Then we've got Shop Talk with uh, Rach and Webby. Yeah. Yeah, you right into the series now, mate. Yeah, we're, we're actually into the, I think we're up to paint tonight. We'll be uh, covering that. So we've got the body done. Well, we've sourced the car, got the body done, and now we'll be looking at priming and paintwork, so. Awesome. There's been a lot of great feedback about that. A lot of there people has. are interesting following along, so that's really great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Then we got Benny Benz and the Mad Quiz after that with some very special Summonats royalty. We cannot oh. We cannot express how, how how good it's going to be. It's going to be awesome. awesome. Benny, Benz told, to Benny Benz told me it's going to be a cracker. I'm not cracker looking one. forward to Benny Benz, but I'm actually looking forward to the Summonats royalty. Yeah, he's a bit of an idiot, <laughs> but he goes all right. No worry, he's all right. He's all right. All good. Let's get on with the show. Let's do it. Let's go. Right, we're here with Paul Fennick, a.k.a. Paulie, the man you all know too well from Fat Pizza, Swift and Shift Curious, Houses, and, and much more. What's happening, Paulie? You good, mate? Yeah, I'm pretty good, man. I'm on holidays now. I just finished uh, filming for the year. You know, we just, uh, we've just got a new Fat Pizza next year, and um, so I'm taking it easy, mate. I'm just, you know, doing the bourbons, and I'll jump in the hot tub later. <laughs> too good, mate. I'm sure that with the uh, background you got there, I'm sure there's a hot tub somewhere. There is a hot tub, mate. There's a hot tub. This is my special boudoir for interviews, man. Perfect. <laughs> before I touch on anything, I guess um, I want to touch that you're excited. That obviously, you're coming to Summon That Slam. Before we get to anything, coming to Summon That Slam in January, and you're going to be doing some filming on here. 
That's right. We've got a, for the new fat pizza that I just mentioned. Um, there's a scene. I won't spoil it for people coming, but it's pretty funny. I'm going to be on the burnout pad briefly. Um, I interrupt the proper burnouts. Well, there's some fake ones. And, um, you know, if you want to get your head on the TV, just look for me at Summon Hats. I come close. Get your head off. We'll put anyone on. Don't be shy, right? <laughs> That's right. Perfect. Just to, I mean, obviously throughout the years, people have seen fat pizza in houses and stuff. There's a, there's a, a quite a car element to that. So, Tell us, you're a genuine, genuine petrol head, right? Look, I grew up with Valiant. So I had Valiant until I was about 37. And, then, you know, like, uh, so I finally had to kind of get a, a decent car at that point. You know, you can't just have classic cars forever. <clears throat> as you, you know, they were my drive, you know, my everyday cars as well, you know. So, um, yeah, I've always been a big fan of muscle cars, particularly, you know, that 70s era, maybe 69 or that 79. Um, so, yeah, I know. Just, I, I mean, I actually went to Summonets, I think, when I was about, maybe 18, which is a million years ago. It must have been one of the real early ones. Um, so I've been, you know, visiting Summonats my whole life pretty much, adult life anyway. Yeah, nice. Uh, it's Another cool thing is you've entered the Valiant into Summonats slam on here. That's right. It's, it's, it's going to compete, mate. Look, there's not much under the engine. It's a bit like me. It'll flashy on the outside. Looks good on the outside. Not so much on the inside, but, you know, I'll still give it a go. Yeah. So you think... In terms of uh, car stuff over the years, if people flick back through the catalogue of your stuff, I mean, you, you had a lot of pack racing stuff in the early days. And yep. and what's some of your favourite cars that have featured in stuff that you've done over the years? Jesus, we've had some beautiful cars. I mean, as I said, I'm, I'm always a fan of the, uh, you know, the sort of more retro cars. You know, I think there was one scene we did where uh, I had a, my grandfather had a fight with Hitler and we had this old 1939 Chrysler. Well, I think it was 935 and 939, but it was beautiful. It's probably my favourite car I wish I could have had that wasn't mine. But um, currently the 79 Valiant that we've got is pretty it's pretty sexy. I'm, I'm, I'm liking that one. It's in the new Fat Pizza. But uh, we've had everything, mate. We've had tanks, motorbikes, you know, cars, four-wheel drives, you know, trucks, fire trucks, every kind of vehicle that they could possibly be hotted up or driven has been in our shows over the years. What, what was your first car when you first got your license back in the days, Paul? It was a crappy Tirana, um, and it got smashed by a truck about about a month later. I was, I was pulling out, and this truck just smashed right on the back, and it gave me like a, the, the back looked like the Batmobile at the end. It had this this perfect indent from the truck. So I said goodbye to Tiranas. My second car was Valiant, and I'm st- I've still got Valiant all these years later. Say so true all the way through. What, what, what's uh, can I ask? What are you most proud of over all these years? You know, like a lot of Aussies, you know, really relate to a lot of your the stuff that you do. But what are you most proud of? Uh, you know what? I, I guess I'm just proud that uh, of all of it, really. And I think that I'm just one of the only people who likes to kind of, I guess, show Aussie humour in the face of Australia. You know, like they talk about diversity and all this crap these days. But you know, I've been just showing the real faces. I just think it's just. Diversity to me is a stupid word, you know. I mean, we are a diverse society, you know, like, uh, and it, it, you should always make media that reflects the society. So, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. It's hard to say, man. The houses, I, I like that. The thought that thonging people in houses is probably the, the fact that I've brought that weird thing into the world. I'm proud of that. I don't know. It probably doesn't add anything to the universe, but there's something cool in that, in this day of cancel culture. I'm sure plenty of kids were hit, hit by thongs as well when they were kids by their parents and sandals and all sorts of stuff. That's right. If you weren't producing this kind of stuff, doing this kind of, what, what, what else would you be doing with your life, you think? Who knows, mate? Probably, I don't know, jail, ruin, bum, 
nice. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I, I was just lucky enough to find something that I was seemed to be good at, and uh, people support me and keep giving me work. So it's it's it is really hard because I do like lots of different jobs. If anyone's ever seen me, like while we're filming, it's, they think, "Oh, geez, he's so serious." We're not joking around, but you know, you got to you know run the set, be in the scenes, do the scripts, manage the budget. It's it's a headache, you know, but um, it's worth it because, you know, the feedback we get from people, they get so much joy from the shows and laughter and laughter is about the nicest thing you can make in the world, you know, so I'm pretty pretty happy with it. What's, what's coming off for 2020 and 2021 for you, mate? <sighs> too much, mate, too much. I need to be cloned. You know how many people who do cloning? Any Chinese people maybe do some cloning for me? Anyway, I uh, know we've got the new Fat Pete's will be out probably around about May. Uh, there'll be a new Houses series probably late next year. And the top secret news series, which I can't say what it's about, and a telly movie as well. So it's a big year next year. Yeah, nice. Yeah, could I just touch on go back to some some of the uh, the TV series? Is there like a a defining moment at the beginning when you went, you know what, this really works? Because I no doubt as a as a content creator, were you ever we is there a nervous was there a nervous thing for you putting content out there before anything happened? And then you know the moment when you thought, wow, this is like you know people are going to love this, or you. No, I don't, no, look, I, I'll be honest with you, you, you never, I don't think anyone who makes any kind of media has any confidence until it succeeds, you know, like you sit back and you're nervous, you just don't know how it's going to go, people's tastes change in one minute, you know, like uh, we're a pretty fickle society, one minute they love you, one minute they hate you, so um, you just never know, you, you never get to relax, you're only as good as your last, you know, our show and um, definitely keeps you on your toes, that's for sure, it's not, it's not, it's not for people with anxiety, that's for sure. <laughs> if you think you've got anxiety, don't get into the film game. Forget it. There's too much anxiety. <laughs> Fair play. Tell, tell us if uh, can you remember when you done your first burnout? Probably. That, that, no, it was it was in my mate's. Uh, my mate had a valiant. He's probably the guy who influenced me. Uh, and uh, I think I was about seventeen in his valiant pacer. <clears throat> so um, had my first go. You know, wasn't a great attempt. You know, big. Value, you know, like you got to put the oil on the wheel to get it going, you know, like uh, especially if it's, a, you know, if it's an auto. So, we, you know, it's, it's fun. There was smoke, there was noise, there was rubber. So, that was the first burnout, 17 years old. I don't think I even had my license properly about that stage. <laughs> what's, what's your dream car? Ooh. Look, you could just take me back to the Pontiac store in 1971 and uh, anything, you know, that would do it, you know. All those Pontiacs from that era and the Dodgers, you know, the American muscle cars are probably my dream cars. You know, I mean, you could you could offer me a Ferrari, you could offer me a Maserati. I'd, I'd definitely go for a retro muscle car before any of those, you know. Yeah, yeah, nice. You, so you like, obviously you like the Australian stuff as much as some of the American stuff as well? Yeah, well, I mean, I, actually, I, I probably... In all honesty, I probably like the Valiants more than I like the American stuff. Um, a, because they're on the right side of the road. Um, but B, just because they were Australian. But they were essentially the same thing, really. Just uh, it's, uh, just that, that shape, that, that, that Valiant Dodge, whatever you want to call it. That, that Just that 70s shape. I just love it, you know. Yeah, indeed, mate. Well, we look forward to seeing you at some of that slam, no doubt. Mate, you won't miss me. The, the, car's, the car's yellow with black stripes. And on the, I'll be the only like five foot guy on burnout pad, so you can't miss me. Can't miss me. Look, Maybe we won't be able to see you through the smoke. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, trust me. I know, I know how to kind of. I'll actually appear through the smoke. You know, you know, in a very biblical style. You know. Perfect. I think, it, I think that's uh, it's uh, going to be it's, you know, but it will be a lot of fun. So hopefully, uh, everyone who's listening or watching this, uh, see see you see you there, you stooges.
Absolutely, and how, and how good after the year we've had to be able to, you know, plan ahead for this kind of stuff, you know, for to have an event and, and have you there and you can, you know, get back to what you want to do, no doubt. No, 100%, man. Um, you know, uh, it has been a tough year. I mean, it's one of the reasons we we worked very hard to get that Tauzos versus COVID kind of show going because we felt like people needed a laugh. And we were, in fact, the only film crew in Australia working at, at when we actually shot it. We shot it right at the beginning when all the restrictions were in and everyone was scared, but... We thought, you know what, we need a laugh, so we'll just, you know, we'll dodge, we'll dodge the authorities, and we'll make a show, and we did it. So I was pretty happy with that. Absolutely, mate. Humor is the best thing we got, and you make some of the best of it, mate. So we we really oh, thank thanks, you for coming man. on. Oh, that'd be silly. Thanks for having us at the event, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I actually have a, I have a debt of gratitude to someone that's you know over the years we filmed there so many times. Uh, you know the car culture legends out there. You know that they. Big part of our uh, audience, I would say, so, and, I, and I think it was really, you know, someone that's helped connect us with the car community. So, thank you. All the welcome, <laughs> mate. We'll see you there. Look forward to it. Good on you, legend. Thank you very much. Thanks, Paulie. Bye, mate. See you, man. We're back. Uh, we're back with Flinny, all the way from Perth. How are you, mate? I'm very good. Very good. That's good. Good to see you again. We haven't seen you for a couple of months. We had you on there a little while ago, and all your crazy, crazy videos from from the burnouts. Yeah, we did the top uh, top 100 and then the top 50. So uh, yeah, that was certainly well received. Yeah, it was really good. I loved it. So, mate, I just want to catch up with you a little bit on motivation. So. Uh, obviously, that's uh, an event now that that we're involved with the whole summer. That's crew, so we're really looking forward to that. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that'll be great for the uh, the Perth scene. Um, uh, motivation the last couple of years um, been in, it's been enjoyable, um, but back to a one day event uh, has made it a little bit a little bit tricky. There's been yeah. a little bit of uh, negative sentiment around that. Uh, obviously, the the good old days of, of a two or three day event. Um, I think there's a, uh, a, a fair bit of uh, excitement about getting the event back to what it was, uh, having the, the big elite tent where you've got your 50 or your 80 uh, top-end show cars. Um, I think that, that was always uh, I think, uh, something to look forward yeah. to, seeing some new cars being debuted. I've heard whispers of a couple of big ones. Um, so, the, the, yeah, there's, uh, that should be really exciting. Um, and then, yeah, just... Uh, Getting to see cars that you just don't see um, on a regular or or at all. So um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's something to look forward to. I think. So. Yeah, just on that, we've got about uh, I think we'll have about four, maybe five brand new cars we're unveiling in the in the tent, which is yep. which is really good. Some uh, some really nice cars there, and also look um, and well, I know we've released the schedule in the last couple of days, but that's a little bit fluid as well. 
we uh, we're trying to fit in a little bit more cruising, and we're just trying to get a really good balance where we can get some really good cruising, good show time, and obviously burnouts and and uh, yeah, just the whole event just all rolled into try and keep everybody happy. Yep. Yeah, it's it's never an easy task, and no, that's uh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> And you, yeah, you certainly want to have uh, something on at, at any one particular time. There's nothing worse than having having a bit of downtime and no one knows what to do or where to go. So yeah, we've got uh, we've got some cruising action going on, skid row happening, elite tent. I see there's a mullet competition as well. You got so it. <laughs> uh, yeah, something a bit different there for for everyone. And uh, and then yeah, just your general cruising around the pits. That's always been fairly popular. So yeah. Um, so Flinny, how long have you been going to motivation? Oh, that's a good man. I went. I, my very first motivation was back in 1998 at uh, the at Burswood. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I, I went to motivation back then. I think I might have been 21 years old. Yeah, that's wow. Show my age a bit. Um, as a competitor, or just as, as a competitor, a... yeah, I had a uh, an XY uh, Phase Three replica. Oh, I should have kept it. It's probably worth a, a fortune <laughs> now. But anyway, heard uh, that before. Yeah, but no, that was that was a really good show back then. They used to do the burnouts in the car park at Burswood there. Yep. Uh, I didn't enter the burnouts. I just did the driving events. But uh, there's an old VHS floating around somewhere of that footage. Um, and then, yeah, just depending upon whether I had a car ready at the time, I sort of um, have entered a few in the past. And then around uh, 2012, 13, 14, around there, I, I think I was a fairly regular entrant there. Um Got my first win at Motivation 2015, so that was that was a really good year. Yeah, good. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to to getting back out there and, and the crowds at Motivation, uh, the burnouts, just awesome. I just I cannot wait. Um, we saw the crowds at, at, at Burn Up Boss a, a couple of months ago, uh, over 8,000 people. I mean, if if the weather's good, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if we get something similar to that on the on the Saturday night. Um, yeah, the, the West Aussies, they love their burnouts and the, and the yeah, Perth Motorflex is, is just, yeah, there's nothing like it for a crowd on a Saturday night. Yeah, look, I haven't been for quite a few years, so I'm I'm head nervous, so I'm really looking forward to that as well. So do you have a favourite uh, memory or a favourite time? Probably, you've already said you won in 2015, yeah, yeah. so probably there, but other yeah. than that, have you had a favourite favorite oh, moment there? There's been, there's been so many. Um, I, mean, Stan, I mean, I've been filming there for... Yeah, on ten years now. So every year there's something that that comes out and goes, "Wow, that's that's unreal." Um, I mean, it, it's it's hard to go past. I mean, I wasn't at the show when it happened, but um, obviously many years ago, uh, George Sparovich come out with his uh, his HK and and just yep. yeah, just it was. I think it was yeah, probably the start of uh, of where the scene is is now. There's obviously a few other blown cars, but just the sound and, and whatnot. I had I had friends at the show ring me and say, "Oh, you got to see this car. You got to hear it. It's, it's unreal." And then, uh, so that's that's always been a, a I guess a, a, a big moment in, in motivation history. Yeah. Um, there's been plenty of uh, huge wall hits at the show. Um, as much as you don't want to see anyone um, damage their car, that. And it's unfortunate, but the crowds just yeah, love it. That's what the crowds love. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> normally with the yeah, the finals, back going back to when it was a two-day show, you'd have the uh, the finals on a Sunday afternoon, and it, it's it's generally stinking hot. So you, yeah. you're almost guaranteed a tyre fire or two. And, again, the crowd loves it. 
uh, it's no good for the competitor, um, no good for the cars, obviously. But uh, yeah, there's been a few big buys in the past that uh, that we've seen, and um, yeah, it's oh, there's, I don't know where to start. To be honest, there's just, <laughs> there's been plenty happen. Something you said there with George, and we we've had George on in the past there talking about the Monara and some of the engines, and obviously Gary's Gary Myers engine mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I'm hoping uh, George has entered. I I actually haven't seen the the black hk run so hopefully he's oh, well, last, well, last i heard it was well last i've seen it's it's back as a street car ah right yeah so that's that's back on the road and he's uh he's sold the the nutter commodore the white one ah that's okay. been sold to another local guy here so that was um he only had that out at a skid fest a couple of months ago so mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he's entered or not i'm i'm probably has um but yeah that'll be one of hopefully yeah. many Big blown cars. I've heard whispers of a couple of uh, brand, <clears throat> brand new cars that are about to hit yep. the scene. I've seen some photos and, um, yeah, I'm sworn to secrecy, but uh, there's some uh, there's some really um, really interesting cars that I think uh, should hopefully be ready for motivation. So I'm really looking forward to them. Yeah, mate. The, it, look, the burnout scene is, is still strong right around Australia, but it the is. Western Australia scene is just so strong, isn't it? You guys it is. over there, you're crazy. Blower yes. mad. <laughs> yes, yeah, we are. <laughs> must have been a discount on blowers in the past. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, no, that's how I'm sure it will be great. And as I said to you, I've got, I think, either, well, we've definitely got four, possibly five new unveilers, and I've got some great cars that haven't been to, to motivation for quite a few years that are all coming out for the Elite 10 and for the cruising. Fantastic. So it is going to be a really, really top event. So looking forward to uh, yeah. being part of it. Yeah. Well, I've seen uh, I've seen some of the posts on the new motivation page that's been created, and there's there's cars on there that I've never seen before that, yeah. are, that are entered. So that's uh, that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, we're just uh, looking forward to getting out there and belting some tyres if that's what you want. Otherwise, I'm sure there'll be some ones there that uh, are all nice and shiny, and and obviously uh, Skid Row as well. So that that'll be interesting. Yeah. So most importantly. Um, I believe you've done a little bit of damage to your car in the last couple of weeks. Are you going to have that finished? Are you complete? Yeah. Uh, the, at this stage, I would say yes. Um, I snapped the crank um, uh, and uh, bent a rod, bent a couple of valves. So um, a, as my engine builder says, he said, you're the luckiest bloke going around that's ever blown up an engine. Put it that way. So, <laughs> lucky, um, lucky to blow up an engine. Hey, yeah, go figure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's um, when we when – we, pulled it out of the end, the car on Sunday and then stripped it on Monday night. It's like, what are we in for here? And um, going through it and as my engine builder calls it, we did an autopsy on it and, and uh, yeah, found that the damage is very limited. Um, yeah, good. Lock salvageable. The heads, are, apart from a couple of valves, are, are fine, which is good. Um, already got a crank. Well, that should be here tomorrow. Um, just on the hunt for some rods now. Put an order in with Summit, so that's on its way over. So it's just a yeah, mad case of getting all your ducks in a row and gearboxes off getting serviced. And yeah, there's there's plenty to do, but I've got a, an awesome team of, of friends and and sponsors around me that uh, that will st- yeah that'll step up and have offered to step up and and, and get it done. So that's really and when good. push comes to shove, and um, yeah, we get the engine back and it'll be a case of uh, all hands on deck and getting it in the car and, and getting it running. If that means the night before, it's not preferred, but that's what we'll do. So. That's what you'll do. Absolutely. Yep. So if you, um, so either way, you'll be, I guess, competing or, yes. and 
and taking photos and, and yeah, and filming. Yeah, I'll be yeah. doing filming. Yep, for sure. Yeah. And if you don't compete, you'll obviously be more filming and more photos. That's right. Yeah. So uh, generally, with an event like this, um, the Motorflex have been fantastic in the past with their support, and we'll we'll generally get a, a, a team of four, five, six helpers. Uh, and then that way, I've, when I'm competing, I've got someone to jump on my camera for me. Uh, yeah. And then I've got a team of people that will run GoPros, so that gives us that that second angle. Um, and that just it just makes the, the footage that all that much better for uh, for people to look at instead of just one angle to get smoked out after ten seconds. Yeah. We can drop to a second camera angle or a GoPro and whatnot. So yeah, I've got plenty of people that that have uh, helped me in the past and continue to help me with that as well. So. I'll be there, uh, just be a case of how busy I'm going to be, whether it's just filming or, or driving as well. So, And I've got my team that, that uh, if they know I'm filming, I've got a, a, my mates and, uh, and my brother. Uh, there's a couple of guys there that have helped me no end. And they will just basically give me the car and say, all right, it's ready. Go do what you do. Don't break it. Bring it back to us. We'll put tyres on it. Fuel it up. So, or you uh, go film. That's right, yeah. It's... Yeah. <laughs> It's, I mean, yeah, these guys are just unreal. I can't thank them enough. And, and, yeah. and they, they, they enjoy it as well. They get to come to the show and, and uh, yeah, be on the front line. And, yeah, those are the guys that are, that are sitting in the passenger seat with me time after time. They, they invest countless hours helping me, not, not only at shows but at home. Um, so, yeah, they're the first ones that, that are in the passenger seat. And awesome. uh, getting out of the car and seeing the smile on their face and... They're, they're full, as, full of adrenaline as I am. It's uh, yeah, that's just that's what I do it for. It's great fun. All right, mate. Look, I thank you for your time, and uh, really looking forward to catching up with you. We're over there in a couple of weeks, and uh, awesome. really, really looking forward to a to a huge motivation and and obviously taking it to the next level. So yep, yeah, yeah no, we're looking forward to it over here. So uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we've had a couple of one day shows, but the first big weekend show. After uh, after the year that was 2020, um, yeah. yeah, it'll be really exciting. Looking forward to it. All right, mate. Thanks for your time. Appreciate no it. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Lenny. Thanks, Have a good night. See you, mate. See ya. Hey, Rach. Hello, Webby. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How you going? That truck's still sitting in that same place there. I'm just worried that you haven't been driving it. <laughs> no, I have been. I've been betting those brakes in. <laughs> ah, awesome. That's just where she parks safely we... every day. <laughs> we're a fair way into that build. Last week we, uh, we were at the stage where we got that vehicle pretty much all the panels on, uh, epoxied and filler. So I reckon we'd be at a stage now where you need to make sure you've got all the holes drilled. You've had your mechanical sitting in there. You've got your, if it's not wired, but you know where your wiring's going. We've even probably done a, done a dummy fit of the glass and some of the moulds. And uh, before we do final prime, would you uh, would you agree with that? Definitely. Uh, Everything on the car, you want to be able to open all your doors without it touching anywhere and filling all your, all your light surrounds, all your grills, all that kind of stuff because one stage will really mess you up and you don't want to be stripping anything back off once you've got it in your final primer because that's realistically sealed and ready to go. Yeah, and I really cringe when I see a vehicle that's even primed, last prime, or, or especially if it's painted, and here they are drilling holes for two reasons. One, because it, it, if you slip, you're just going to damage that and you're going to touch up your paint. But more important, 
is that you've actually broken the surface of that paint. So you've given that a, a chance for the moisture to get down under there and start any rust creep or any corrosion creep, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. Like sealing off every stage is why we're sealing off every stage. You start opening things back up again. You're leaving it open for moisture, things to start getting under there and irritating things. For something to be a hole, you need it to stay a hole. You can't start yeah. drilling holes to badges and stuff after the fact. You you want to know exactly where you're putting everything at the same time, where all your trims and your liners are going to go. So And all your handles, make sure the handles all fit in there perfectly. Nothing like if you put a custom handle into something and then you're trying yeah. to fit it in there after and then you're, yeah. you're breaking not only like your primer and all that, you're, you're breaking your paint. So yeah. especially like, you know, if you've got a custom color on there, I'm sorry, but you're doing the whole side near on the whole car again. And it, and you've seen it, there is nothing like a, a, a pristine paint job that hasn't been touched up, is it? You, as good as you, you can touch up and you, you look, you may, surely you can do most of the time and not, people can't notice, but it's still to have that pristine one, one-off paint job is better, isn't it? Oh, so much better. Like you just feel like it's going to last longer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we've got that vehicle now um, pretty much assembled or like moulds on, window moulds in, make sure all that and, and, and your mechanicals that. So would you uh, would you tear that tear that down now before final priming? Is that that's how you go about that? Definitely. So pretty much before final primer, you want everything. You want to be able to get in everywhere and seal everything off properly, as we keep saying. So once you've done all your fit up and that that's all done, you're going to like tear it all back down. So you've got all your suspension, your engine, all kind of fitment things. You don't want you don't want anything else to get damaged. So you're just doing a final fit so that everything's done, pulling it all back down so that you just you feel like you're starting over the whole thing again. And it, sometimes it can be demoralizing because you've got everything like yes, it's done, and you wish it could be as easy as going cool. Can't you just prime that or Paint it like that. No, unfortunately, things have to all come apart again, and it's just part of the process. Everybody does it, and it's nice to see it all together, which makes it feel like you're nearly at the end, which at this stage, you pretty much nearly are at the end. So it's just yeah. pushed through, and just, yeah, you have yeah. to pull it all back down again. And you know, once that's been together once and you pull it apart, and then you set all your stuff up where it's got to go, unless you know, then it's uh, all going to go back together nicely. But if you're doing, um, We've we've touched on there. It's been very general over the over the last few weeks. But you're building a full on show car there. I've actually had people that even have built that car. They've painted it say black so they can check for any protect the gaps, check and make sure ripples, anything like that. They even had that car running. Um, if you're building a car to to that level, I think even that is probably worth going to. Yeah, definitely. I've definitely heard of people doing that. And it does make a massive difference because if you can see it with all of it, all of it together running and all that, you know it's 100% going to be rolling out of that out of that shop or wherever even in your shed going exactly as it is. And all you've got left to do is painting and buffing and detailing. So yeah. to have it to have it already painted black is a very – so it's a, it's a bit of a more of a process, but smart. It's very smart. Yeah, but I mean, if you're building a car to that level, it, 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 that is part of the process, really, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But, yeah. but even if you're building a good street elite car, you could you could go to that. It, it, and it depends on how much you're doing yourself, um, what and what level you want to go to. So and even a, so like today, even there's some really nice street cars. Well, I'm sure most of them have been built almost to the end and then pulled apart to, for final fit. Yeah, definitely, and that's where I've walked into many many of uh, shops around the areas and seen them dummied up, and the customers are really excited because they feel like they're going to get it back next week, and that's when they have to 
pull it back and say, look, no, it's uh, a, <laughs> I wish you could say you can have it back next week, but yeah, there's going to be a lot more that still has to be done and done properly. So whether you're doing it yourself or getting someone else to do it, patience is definitely a virtue. And yeah, it's, it's hard, but yeah, as an impatient person myself, yeah. <laughs> and at this stage would you um like i think another thing if you're building a car for somebody really important steps again over the uh, several times over the last few weeks what we've been talking about is you keep that customer informed communication is such a huge part of a, of any build especially if you're building it for somebody isn't it definitely without communication everyone just assumes so if you're an organized person as we've said from the last couple of weeks just to have everything already set up and done it it doesn't hurt to ask as in your silly questions, it doesn't hurt to ask whoever's working on your car, uh, which, what stage are we up to? Do we need this? Do we have this? Has this been ordered? Because people are human. Some people may forget things or they've got other things going on in their lives. Things pop up and, you know, they may not be thinking about your particular build because they, if it is somebody else, they might have other things on the go. So uh, to be organised yourself for your own build, to help other people build your car properly or you do it yourself, more than important. Communication is everything. Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah. I actually, most builders or all builders, uh, they I think they like the input if they're doing it properly. Obviously, they like the input from the customer. And uh, I think I think it's a two-way street. So you can't look at that customer as just somebody who you keep them away. They're going to be as part of that build, don't they? Yeah, you assume that every week that that, that person's going to be popping in and checking in on things and just making sure. Because at the end of the day, you're building the car for them or, you know, or even if you're, doing it for your friends or whatever, it's to have that communication there and making sure that that person's happy the whole way through. You can't just go making decisions for somebody else. I, I, I cringe if someone goes, oh, they'll be right with it. They'll be right is the, the worst answer I've ever heard. Isn't it ever? Oh, I hate it too. I'm with you. Yeah. 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 No, it's the worst. <laughs> I always, I've always encourage people to come and have a look. Be part of that. Well, not so much be part of the build if they, if they haven't got the skill, but, but be involved with it and, and have a look at it and so they get the enjoyment. That it's got to be a, a good journey, doesn't it? Otherwise, everybody just, yeah, it's just not, not yeah. good for anybody. It's not just a thing. It's, it's, a, it's a passion. It's, it's, it's a huge they, passion. They're doing it because they want it the way they want it and it's part of their lives. And that's one great thing about our industry where we get to work on the cars we get to work on is because we get to be a part of someone else's, like, amazing story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just helping so them. It's true. like it's all about communication and helping everybody help each other. Like, it's the best part of it. That's why car shows are amazing because everyone's just so excited about theirs, their own, their friends, yeah. the people they've just met. It's great. Yeah. All right. So we've got that vehicle now. We've got it um, been together. We've pulled it apart and we'll do a, a final final prime and that may be um, epoxy with, with a, either a... Uh, a high build primer on it or a, a polyester, right? Yep, definitely. So uh, either way, you just always want to make sure that if you're sealing everything off properly, so you make sure you're using the right products, as in your, your high build primers and all, still making sure everything is not cut through and all that. If you do still have cut throughs, uh, you want to seal that metal, protect that metal. Uh, so it's still, and you want to know how much body work you've already done to how, how high build you're actually needing to go with your next stage and what areas and how how much build to get in work, what certain areas also, because uh, that's very important. If you're going in the delicate areas and bits where you're fitting up things that don't, you don't need that much build on things, you yeah. want to just keep that level of product down. You don't need high, high build everywhere. Fantastic. 
All right, so now listen, you try and get some sleep this week because next week we're going to be talking about paint. Oh, my favourite thing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks, Rach. Catch you next week. Thanks, I look forward to next week. All right, we're back. What a crazy episode, mate. <laughs> crazy, eh? That Paulie is something else, isn't he? <laughs> he is a lunatic, mate, but he's one of Australia's best. It takes a crazy guy to, to look at all the great shows he's given us over the years and the laughs yeah. he's given. Yeah. Millions and millions of Aussies, you know? Like, what a guy. Super, super humble dude. Lovely, lovely fella. And we can't wait to see him at Summonat's Slam. He's going to get on the pad and do a burnout, apparently. Yeah, how good's that? Uh... And like yeah, a genuine car guy as well, as we found out right through these whole podcasts that quite a few of the, the guys that would, you wouldn't really know are really into cars, aren't they? Totally, absolutely. Yeah, he said his first car was a Tirana, but he gave it a bit of uh, <laughs> he gave it a bit of stick and said that it wasn't. Uh, you know, <laughs> he moved on to the Valiants after that. So not a big Tirana fan. Yeah, and how good was uh, Flinty? Like, but obviously with motivation coming up, it was yeah. really good getting the inside of that. He gave us a bit of a run through of the history of what he's done there when he first come and then a little bit about his channel and, and how he actually shoots the videos and he's obviously going to be really, really busy there driving and then also doing the, the videos. So. Perfect guy to talk to about that yeah. scene, you know, that sort of scene over there because he's just sitting better than it so much. He, he sure is. That's really good. Yep. And, and need, need I or should I, dare I even say, how about that uh, that quiz? Hey, quiz is the best. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hey, that was some real summer that's really. How about Ange? <laughs> Absolutely, and we got Rachel on there, and, and obviously Ange brought Lauren on, her daughter as well. So how good was that? They had a, I don't know if two against one's a bit unfair, but you know, as long as nobody gets out Google, Benny Benz, if he sees Google, mate, in the in the in the screen, he gets cranky. <laughs> he's, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he cuts, pulls the power plug. That's it. It's over. See you later. All right. That's pretty much the Christmas special wrapped up, mate. We want to wish everybody that's been tuning in up to this. You know, this Christmas, a Merry Christmas. Yeah. We hope you have a safe and a safe and happy holidays. We hope you, you know, get lots of presents that you wish for. No doubt everybody's <laughs> asking for a Warwick Yellow HK GDS Monaro <laughs> under the tree or, you know, if you're a Ford guy. A Except, yeah, you're, you're waiting for a Commodore. Coupe or something like that. <laughs> Except, yeah, you're waiting for a Commodore. Yeah, well, I'm actually sitting in a Commodore chair. Look, this is out of a VL. It's out of a, this is out of a VL Calais Turbo, so yeah. it's quite comfy. <laughs> <laughs> and like you, Jay Benz, I'd really like to just thank everybody for their support, uh, hanging in there, making some great comments throughout the podcast, and it's been really, really terrific. And then to have Burst and Grudge on board as well, it's just, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. It's going to be great. Moving, moving forward. Yeah, we got to, We can't thank our friends Burst and Garage enough, so please get on their Burst and Garage website and register on there. You can do yeah. You can. There's lots of benefits, so please... Definitely do that. All right, Christmas special wrapped up. Next week, we're going to have the New Year's Eve special. Webby's going to do a dance, apparently, so disco thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll, yeah. Jeez. Don't tell him that. Do we know when he watches? Perfect, mate. All right, that's it. Like we're that. going. Catch you next Cheers. Tuesday. Cheers. See ya.